and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're here to talk to you about uh, being married and owning a business at the same time. How's your week been, Allison? It's been a roller coaster. It's been very eventful. It's been a crazy week this week for us. It has. We, uh, let's see, it started off uh, Mother's Day. I had a awesome day planned for you so obviously with covid and everything we couldn't go anywhere we couldn't go out to eat so i made you a nice breakfast it was beautiful it was an awesome day the weather was great here in new england the weather is usually not favorable even this time of year it's still cool and it was a nice day almost 70 and then three o'clock came in the day and i was i came downstairs and there was water in the basement all over the floor and it appears that our septic had backed up and then we couldn't get anybody to come and uh, look at it, or we could have, but we we decided to wait because we did have a place to go. Well, I I had the drain guy come. Oh yeah, the drain, the drain, right. guy, the drain came. guy came, and he was like, "Oh no, your septic's the problem. There's no clog." That's correct. And then uh, so the drain guy came. He said, "Septic's the septic's the problem. Your septic's failing." And we're like, "Great." So we had the septic guy. He was coming out on Monday, so we went and stayed at your parents' house because they're still in Florida, and we had a place to kind of stay away from people. I spent the afternoon cleaning water up from the basement in my laundry room, and then at 7 o'clock, packed up my kids, went to my parents' house that's been closed up since they left for Florida for the winter, opened up their house, aired out their room, cleaned everything. (laughs) It was a long, long Mother's Day. I feel like, you know, sometimes things are going so well, you just can't have a good holiday. And the good side... My parents' house is on a lake, so when we woke up the next morning, I had a beautiful view. I had some tea out on the deck. It was very nice. It was nice. Um, Having to figure out how to homeschool and work in my parents' vacation house was not easy. Yeah, it was a little rough. But we did it. You know, there's always... And luckily that you can make it work. Luckily, that house is only like 15, 20 minutes from us. So it wasn't like it was like a far trek or anything. And we had a place to go. We had a place to go. It could have been way, way worse. But we came together. We dealt with it after one of us was worked up. The other one would be worked up. And we finally both calmed down and got to a Full disclosure, Craig was worked up the entire time. (laughs) The entire time. Listen, plumbing gets me worked up. And the next day. Plumbing is a scary thing. So end of story being that the drain guy was wrong. There was a clog. The septic guy came. He fixed the clog and everything's fine. Yes. Yes. So. Owning a house is fun. Owning a house is fun. You know, on top of everything else, owning a house is a blast. But uh, yeah, so, you know, we got through it. We worked together. We figured it out. You know, just like everything else. We can't, we didn't let it defeat us. We defeated it eventually. With very minimal passive aggressive comments. It had us against the ropes, but we came back. We came back. Um, so, and on top of that, we did, we did have to work on Monday. We had to, we still are continuing operating our business. And, um, it, and one of the things I wanted to talk about this week, Allison, was that even, um, before all of this came on and we started working from home more than we do now, we do have an office space that we go to regularly, um, we got to talk a little bit about how we separated and set boundaries between work time work Craig and Allison and then home Craig and Allison yeah that was hard that um right from the get-go though so a little backstory when we met in college we worked together in the theater so we've always had kind of a working and personal relationship we were really good friends but we worked together um so when you came into the business that really those patterns that we had established there 
really worked well. Um, coming into a family business is hard, though. You know, you work together, but then when you're home for your personal time, you're together too. One of the things my dad and I started when I came into the business because we love to work. Um, we're, that, that's what we do. That's where we go. Um, so it was very obnoxious to my mother and my sister and the people around us. So we came up with a thing where we would say, we'll talk about that Monday. Right. And that was our way to cut each other off or other people to cut us off without being super rude. That was kind of like our code word that like, okay, we've gone, we've, we're home and we're talking too much about work. We'll talk about that Monday. Um, and so then when you came into the business, we, we kept that pattern up. And I think sometimes we still have to do it, especially if my dad's been away and he wants to talk about what's going on and we get too into it with other people around. One of us will stop and say, oh, we'll talk about that Monday. That's kind of like our, our own little internal stopping point. I think that uh, the other thing, and this has definitely changed since you've been in the business, since we've started uh, being involved in the business, and definitely changed since when your father ran the business, you know, 25 years ago, which was just the amount of communication that is that happens now, you know, the fact that everything is immediate with email and telephones. And like, even back in the day when your dad ran it and the, he ran the business out of his house and the office was adjacent to his bedroom, you know, he would hear the phone ring at nine o'clock at night. Yes. When I came into the business, um, you're right. The office was a dedicated space in my parents' house, but it was right near their bedroom and people would call and leave messages at all hours of the day. And the first thing I said is, Dad, we got to put a better message up there. We've got to like set office hours and, and you know, kind of set expectations. And because we were a small business, he was like, no, people, if people don't think they can get me at all hours of the day, I, we won't be able to stay open. I said, trust me, like, let's just try it. If, we can always take the message off. So we changed the message to say, you know, our office hours are eight to four, um, leave a message. And it was amazing, you know, within a few months, the nine and 10 o'clock calls stopped coming. Eight o'clock, the phone would start ringing and then four o'clock, the phone would stop ringing. So and kind of that, set those expectations that of what those boundaries are. And I think that's something that you have to do, even if you run a business that your cell phone is your main contact. You know, that voice message that's on your cell phone has to say, my office hours are X to Y, you know, I'll give me a call between my office hours or I'll call you back during, you know, and set that expectation with people along along the way. Yeah, our main number at our, our main office has those messages, but we also let our subcontractors and our design partners know, you know, these are our office hours. Do not expect that we'll respond between those, th between other times. We may, but the expectation is that they understand they can call and leave a message, but they may not hear back from us. Now let's talk a little bit about setting boundaries, you know, in regards to tech and communication and business stuff. Let's talk a little bit about setting boundaries where it's home and work. So I've have always been really bad about constantly checking my email or checking my messages, especially when we were at times where work was slow and I was always anxious about what was coming down the pipeline or looking for things or we had things happening. Um, you know, we had, we got to the point a few years ago where we sat down and we had a real heart to heart and was like, okay, we need to set better expectations. We need to take our stuff off of our some of our devices and yeah it was right around the time that we had our first son and i think that you know it 
definitely was a problem, I think, with both of us, with me probably more than you, of sitting in bed at night and having my phone right there and reading those emails while laying in bed at 10.15 and going, oh, man, this I got to deal with this tomorrow. Or, oh, gosh, look at, you know. And that really got to a point with me personally where it was, it weighed on me really heavily. And I was, it was, I was so bad about checking it. And it, you came to me one day and you were like, this is, this has got to stop. Well, it became apparent that it was de- being detrimental to your mental and physical health. You weren't sleeping. Your anxiety was constantly up. So we kind of had to figure out how to set some of those boundaries. And so a couple of what we did was you took your work email off your iPad because that's what you use right. at home. So when you're kind of tooling around on the internet, you use your your home, your iPad. So we took your work email off that. So um, you had to go to your phone. And then we set the expectation that our cell phones aren't in our bedroom. We plug them in in the kitchen so that once we go upstairs, um, we're done. We're done. And we both do, we try to do uh, a, an okay job, sometimes better, some nights better than others, but we try to plug them in like whatever, seven, eight o'clock, you know, kind of cut ourselves off, you know, at some point to from checking work. Now, there are nights that that's bad and we keep our phones next to us longer. There are nights where one of us will pick the phone up and take it away from the other person if necessary. Um, but that tends to be the case, you know, now and then is to to, 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 to break that, that habit of of checking you know those devices all the time so something else Allison that is you know super important I think in that you and I er, learned early on even before we had children and when we were still young and married and we felt like we had all of this time uh, in the business to work on things but we are a, we like to divide and conquer as much as possible when it comes to dealing with tasks both at work and at home um, talking about at home, uh, what is like, what's an example of something that we are like super hardcore about dividing and conquering? You do the cooking. I do the cooking. <laughs> yeah. So we have pretty, uh, solid delineations between some of our, our home and uh, our home tasks, I guess. Yeah. It's not that the other person can't do it and shouldn't help, but kind of who's the main person in charge. And really it comes down to the fact that I am not a good cook. I went from being a kid and my sister learned how to, my older sister learned how to cook. And then when I graduated from college, I lived with my sister. So I never really had to learn how to cook because then I moved in with you. Um, I can make like a solid five meals if you go out of town. Um, and so, but I'm a very good cleaner. So I'm only allowed to leave for a week is what you're telling me. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you can leave for seven days because I can cook for five days, get takeout. And then if somebody feeds me on the other day, oh, okay. we're good. Okay. There you go. Um, but I'm a good cleaner. So we kind of have just naturally gone into the role. Like you manage the meal plan and the cooking. I manage the cleaning and the laundry. Kind of those are our big tasks. You know, no one person is responsible for anything specifically like if you can't cook i'm gonna cook but um you kind of oversee making sure that those things happen and i oversee making sure cleaning and the laundry happens but i think the other thing that we look at a lot of times um is that we like to have our time together and we like to have family time we like to go take the kids uh to a hike or go down to your parents lake house and enjoy the whole day at the lake house um and so a lot of things that we other things that we do to divide and conquer are just the menial tasks of every day so it's like we don't go to the grocery store the both of us if we have to go to the grocery store we make a list and then one of us goes unless we go to the box store right but most of the, the vast majority of our shopping is is kind of dealt with in that way 
Um, you know, it's a lot of when you see a task that has to be done, looking at it and saying, okay, is it worth our time for both of us to do that task together? Does that make it get done any quicker? Or can you do task A and I do task B? Yeah, if we can do something quicker to get it done and off the plate by dividing the, the tasks, then that's certainly the best option for us because I'd rather get everything done and be done by one o'clock so we can hang out in the afternoon together. Right. And I think that trickles down from being business owners and running a business is that even back in the business setting, you know, obviously we have different roles in the business and different objectives, uh, you know, for what our position is in the business as owners. But, you know, I'm primarily sales and production and you're primarily on the general management business side of things and marketing. And so, um, you know, we look at it that way too, is that there are sometimes where, yes, we have to come up with a plan together, an idea or plan together, but then we implement and we, you know, give those tasks to one or the other to complete and to manage. Yeah. It's about making sure whoever's strongest is doing what they're best at, making sure the right people are in the right seat on the bus. So we get there fastest and the most efficiently. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit about you know, so coming home from work on a daily basis and anybody, and again, we've said this before, and if you're a small business owner or you own your own business um, with your spouse, it is, it, there are pros and cons to it. There are pros to the fact that we both know what the other person's going through. We know that you really want or need to make that sale. And I know that you, you know, that the, you really need to get the bookkeeping done because something's behind or we need to deal with something. But talk to me a little bit about, you know, when we are at home and we try to go to our separate corners and we try to find that that time for each other that's individual. Yeah, it's uh, it's real important, I think, that we have our, we call them our separate corners. And sometimes at night, once the kids are in bed, we'll say, are we going to our separate corners or are we going to do something together? Because we we spend a lot of time together. I mean, and, and I mean, not just in the current situation where people are at home with their families more than they usually are. You and I, uh, not only are we, you know, we're home and when we're home, but we also, when we're at the office, we share an office. We're five feet, 10, you know, six feet, hopefully social distancing enough from each other while we're at the office, but we share an office space together. Um, so sometimes there are some days where either myself or you, um, we just need to have our separate corners and I need to go watch sports or you need to go read your book or vice versa. And, you know, how do we communicate with that each with each other so that that doesn't upset, you know, the other person? I think we've gotten really good at reading the other person and just kind of saying, do you want we often say, do you want to be together tonight or do you want to go to separate corners? And one of us will say, I just want to read or the other one will say, I want to, you know, I was hoping we could watch something together. Sometimes it's a balance of it. Sometimes I'd let you say, hey, let's just watch something that's a half hour. Let's watch a sitcom. And then, and then you can play video games. And then with I'll your play friends. video games. Right. Exactly. But yeah. that's exactly right. I think it goes back to just communicating and being honest about what your personal space needs are. And sometimes we know. Sometimes I, I don't want to uh, say just go play just go play video games with your friends. It's fine. Just, you know, go watch something on TV. Um, and one of us will stay down in the family room or one of us will go upstairs or one of us will put our headset on and watch on our iPad so that we're together but apart. And I think that you have to get, or we have gotten to a point and we weren't always, it was always, sometimes it was a struggle. Like sometimes there was, there were times where one of us didn't understand while the, why the other person 
wanted to be away or needed to be away, you know? And there were times in the business where we didn't see each other as much during the day where I was still, you know, not in the office as much as I am now. And my role hadn't taken on as much, you know, we hadn't, as we grew our business, you know, and had more people to take on more roles, uh, my role became more office based. And so that put us having more time together over time. We used to definitely have people would say, oh, how could you be in the same office all day together? And I would say, oh, we're only in the the same office once a week, just the way our schedules worked out. Right. But now it's a little different. Now Now it's a little different where it's it's more frequent than that. And right now it's all the time. I think that, you know, a lot of people get their friend group from the people they work with. And when you're married and you own a business and you're in the same space together all the time, you can't build your friend group around the people you work with. Um, So I think it's important that we have friends outside of each other. We have couple friends and we have friends that we are friends with jointly. And then we have friends that are primarily your friends or primarily my friends. And it's okay. We, before before the last couple of weeks, we definitely tr- both tried to pick one night a month that it would be like mom's night out or dad's night out. And I would go out with either the parent, the mom girls from school, or you would go out with the guys from town. Um, just to have that other group of people you need a separate support system um you know i've got my the group of women that from my networking group and you've got a group of guys from your networking group that um you can rely on to one interact with and two get new ideas and two just have that you can't talk to the same people all the time since all of this has begun and we are now months into, you know, staying and being at home and, and everything, you know, not going to our, we still go to our office occasionally to check the messages and do certain things. But for the most part, you know, we are around uh, each other and our children the whole time. I love Wednesday mornings right now when it's my turn to go to the office. I get a couple hours. I check the messages. I check the mail. It's quiet. You're doing homeschooling. Right. And, and I, I feel the same way about Tuesday mornings right now, too. So what what can somebody do in this situation on, on in times like this where you're, you're trying to run your business, you're trying to do all of your home, uh, you know, tasks that you normally do, cooking, cleaning, all those things. And for most people trying to be a school teacher and homeschooling, like how do you find a set those boundaries and how do you, you know, move forward in in this world that we have now? So one of my friends is doing a really good job of it, I think. I think that some days she doesn't think she is, but her husband's an accountant and she's working from home right now as well. Um, He's got an office in the basement and she's working on her bed and they've got two little kids that they're homeschooling so what they are doing is they're blocked they sat down and they blocked off their time so from eight to ten he's he's working on homeschool while she's working and then they've done two hour blocks starting in the morning throughout the day and i think that for them that's been really effective because one of the things that i feel like you and i have had a challenge with is we're trying sometimes we try to do both at once like today I definitely was trying to do both at once and it was very frustrating. Um, I think that the days that one or the other of us is in the is isn't here that we go to our office, it's easier because we both say, okay, I can't work right now. Um, and I think those are the days that the kids are happier and we're happier. So I think that, you know, 
they're doing a, a good job because they've blocked off. They made a schedule of like, okay, I'm going to focus on the kids right now, and then I'm going to focus on work. And I think the other thing is, is I mean, you have to you have to understand that you can't do everything that you've been doing. Like this is unprecedented times, and you can't expect to conquer everything that you would have conquered in a day you know, three, three months ago, four months ago now. And it's really hard. I was on a networking call this morning um, and our feature speaker was a psychologist who was talking about this. And she said, you know, it's okay that you're forgetting things. It's okay that, you know, your mind is a little fuzzy. It's okay that you need to take a nap. And I had said that what I'm really struggling with is I had all of these goals and objectives for the year and I just can't even focus on them. Like getting through today is enough and setting those boundaries with myself that I've got to put those bigger picture things in a box for right now. Um, and that, you know, you can't be a fabulous homeschooler and business owner and parent and daughter right now. You've got to get through the day some days. Um, and sometimes, you know, setting boundaries is important with other people, but you've got to set them with yourself as well. Right. Exactly. You have to be able to tell yourself and feel confident in it that, listen, I'm not going to be able to get everything done perfectly today. I'm, there are going to be, you know, hardships. There are going to be, you know, emails that I wanted to send that I can't send, or there's going to be something I wanted to do with the kids that I can't do. Um, so I think that's something that, you know, you have, you, you have to remember. Um, what other things have we not talked about with about, about setting boundaries? Have we, have we covered everything that you can think of? No, I think that because of the unique time we're in right now, I think we would have talked about different things if this had been two months ago, or maybe we'll talk about different things a year from now. Right. Um, but that's okay because we're trying to talk in the moment about what we need right now. Um, I think that, you know, if you're looking for a good resource on trying to set boundaries, whether it's with your spouse or at work or with your kids, Henry Cloud has several good books on boundaries um, and kind of each tailored towards different interpersonal relationships that are good to check. That's good to check out. Yeah. And I think that, you know, for us, you know, before we had kids, the idea of setting boundaries between work and home was different and there wasn't a time. And then we had kids and then work and home boundaries started to change and morph. And I think that now, you know, now that we've got a little bit older kids and we see school stuff and there's more extracurricular involvement, we're going to start to see those boundaries change again. And I think part of that, when you live together and you work together, is just communicating those boundaries with each other or communicating those things with each other along the way so you understand where those boundaries are. And you say, hey, it's important that we shut off our phones and watch our son's baseball game. Or it's important that I can't make it to the baseball game tonight because I have to go to this meeting to sell this very large job. So it's about understanding those things. And it's about communicating them. Dave Ramsey talks about to be unclear is to be unkind. And we reiterate that in our mastermind group a lot. And we have to communicate with each other and go back to what our core values are so that we can set those boundaries 
with each other and with the people around them. Exactly. So, you know, think about that and let us know if there's any thoughts that you have on setting boundaries. You can find us on Facebook at Married with a Business, um, or you can send us an email, marriedwithbiz at gmail.com, and we'll read it online. We'll read it here on the podcast, whatever you need to do. But we'll be back next week. We'll talk about more stuff about our lives and what we do at home and at work because we're both married with a business. Thanks. And we'll see you next week. 